to Sweet Tuesdays with Sweet Tea. Tonight, we have a very special guest in the studio tonight with Miss Tanji Imena, and we're going to have her uh, discuss some things about oppression and its effects. Welcome to the show, Miss Tanji. Uh, thank you. That was pretty good, Miss uh, Sweet Tea. <laughs> you you pronounced that little name pretty good. Did I do it? <laughs> I- oh, yes, you did. I was wondering if I would be able to pronounce that name. So it's kind of like a, a famous name, you know. So you you, you got quiet on that. Are you becoming famous or you... <laughs> what? We're, 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 we're just trying to be heard. Trying to be heard. Well, welcome to the show. I know that you and your husband are award winners for a lot of... Um, a lot of things on the charts, but tonight we're going to be discussing oppression and the effects that it has on people. And that could be a group of people, um, that could be a race, that could be an individual. And so we just want to talk about those things tonight. And uh, let me just go ahead and give the definition of oppression. It says it is malicious or unjust treatment or exercise of power often under the guise of government authority. It's a prolonged cruelty or unjust treatment or control. And, um, right, and so do you have any, uh, any can you explain or uh, have any uh, other things to add to that definition? Well, they have some you know, 
different uh, groups, but apartheid, and you know, it was a wrong form of government that oppressed the people. Um, or if you look at what's happening, uh, I don't want to dwell on it like forever, but if you look at what's happening here, um, it says malicious or unjust. Well, we could say it's malicious because, like, again, it's learned behavior, but it's, it's from a totally different, because someone who's a, an abuser who maybe abused their spouse, like I said, or their children, uh, may have come from it happening to them or something that happened traumatic to them in their past, you know, or it could be some alcohol or uh, it could be because they have a um, something mentally or uh, some kind of mental illness or, you know, something like that. But if you look at uh, it from the, the group of people as in African-American people or the natives here or indigenous people here, then we could say it's malicious because it's been passed down, but we know that it comes from economics initially. Yeah, and, um, well, let me just interject here. I know it says, um, the... The state of being oppressed is the feeling of being heavily burdened mentally or physically by trouble, adverse conditions, and anxiety. And so uh, chronic oppression can have serious consequences on a person's mental health. And a lot of times people will say, well, why do they do this and why are they doing this and why are they doing that? After you've been oppressed for a long period of time, it does have something to do with your mental state. And, um, and so that's what, right, and that's what we want to talk about because a lot of times we don't understand a person's behavior and, and, uh, and we would be quick to judge that behavior not knowing that there are some underlying conditions that, that you know, can be causing that behavior and some healing is uh, definitely needed. So uh, I had some topics. That it can cause the person. Right. It can cause the person who was oppressed to become the oppressor. Right. Abusers, uh, you know, abusers sometimes were were abused. Right. You know? Right. And, and they were, I was looking at, at something, um, an article, and it was talking about it's trauma. Like you said, it causes it causes trauma, and there's actually something. It says that when you're threatened, or when something traumatic happens to us, uh, or the people we love, because you know some people they may have seen someone get killed, or you know anything that's right. traumatic, and it actually affects our brain. Right. And then affects our body, and it says automatic survival strategies kick in. Right, and it could be to fight, to slide, or you know, to get away from it, um, or try to run from everything. Some people, you know, we that do that. They try to escape. They try to run from everything. Uh, freeze, 
like some people are willing to please, they're trying to please everybody, they just want to please everybody, and some people just disassociate, um, which to me is the same thing as like flight, same, same thing as running right. from, um, from the issue or trying to pretend like it never happened, try to push it down, but they don't know that we can see the sign. Right. They don't even know that they're doing it. You know, they don't even know, like, they think they're hiding it. But, like, we can clearly see that you're hurt. It's right. like the expression, wagon make a lot of noise. And we think it means, like, oh, when you're dumb, dumb, you make a lot of noise. I don't take it as such. I take it as if you're full of love, you know, and your wagon's pulling down the street and it's heavily weighted down with things. Even children's toys is packed, you know, it just rides along smoothly. But if you take everything out and you pull that same wagon down the street, you're going to hear, taggity, 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 because it's empty. Right. And I'm thinking the things that it's full of, to me, my interpretation again is, you're full of love, you know, you don't make a lot of, a lot of noise. You're not, you're not crying out for, um, for that same, yeah. But when it's empty, it's like I need something. I need some oil. You know, I'm squeaking. I need some of this. I need some that. I need some care. Right. And that, sometimes those people and they that, need some care. Right. That's kind of um, what I wanted to lead into next. Um, some of the effects: oppression, lowers self-esteem, it reduces mm-hmm. life opportunity. And even put people in danger of certain things like, like you said, abuse, rape, and other forms of violence. And so we just wanted to talk about uh, some of those uh, uh, life opportunities that, that are lost and the, the violence and situations that can happen uh, because of oppression. And so the first... You said that. Go ahead. You said like being... Well, we talked about that, then being... being you know, actually turning into an abuse there. Um, we have so many people who, you know, sometimes you be like, how could they have had someone do those things to them and they turn around and do those things? Well, they have, uh, what, abusive relationships. Maybe they get into relationships where the people um, abuse them because they're accustomed, you know, to that. Right. Well, they're accustomed to it. They don't know any other way. Um, So it definitely is learned behavior. And, um, And even when you become the actual abuser, um, you might not even think anything is wrong with it because you've not seen anything better. You don't know that there is a better way. So you can be oppressed, right? You can actually have been oppressed yourself by becoming the actual abuser. Uh, Say, for instance, uh, a lot of young people uh, were not here, uh, of course, back when when slavery and racism was just really, just really, um, really very dominant at that time. And so... If they have that mindset, someone has put that in them. So even in oppressing 
uh, a group of people or a person, you can also do that to to a single individual. And so that that's a good topic because you might be the victim of of an oppressor and don't even realize it. <laughs> that's something. You know, and don't even re- realize it. So it, it's um, so you got to unlearn it, and uh, and then vow to do better. Yeah, you're in the gang, uh, joining gang. You know, okay. Have to find needing a sense of belonging. Like, why are why are all of our our kids, you know, joining gangs and blase blase? Well, they have things going on either in their home, you know where they may have been abused, or it may have been that they learned neglected, you know, or it can be, it can be any uh, number of things or ways that they were oppressed, you know, and they were looking for something else, and then, like you said, some people go right back, they keep the pattern, they go right back, that's what they're comfortable with, they don't know anything else, right. so they go right back to the same thing, and, you know, What's wrong with people? Hmm. Well, we've been oppressed, or right. they've been oppressed for so many years. We're talking about people taking responsibility for uh, what they've done. Right. Well, I was going to say, as far as uh, getting into the games, I think that's also related to uh, poverty, because if right. oppression reduces life opportunities, that means you, you you might not be able to find a job, <laughs> and so now you and, and so your your parents who've been oppressed, they're out working two and three and four jobs trying to make ends meet, and then and you're left alone, and and there there comes this this group of guys who are also left alone, and then they introduce you to the games, right, right. And so and now you feel like you got a family if you join a gang. You feel like, you know, they, they, their way of making money might be wrong. It might not might be illegal, but it's still some you know, it's still a form of making money. So oppression can lead to those things as well. You know, poverty and then uh, gang issues. Um, and how about uh, number four, having children out of wedlock? <laughs> yeah, or stay. Or say that you, you know, you're oppressed. You, you end up, you're looking for love and you end up with the first child, you know, and then you end up with the second child. You don't have, you don't have any means of, uh, you can't, you're not able to continue going to school, you know, you don't have anybody to help you because, Maybe your dad's not the dad, the fathers aren't, the, the whole family structure is all uh, jacked up, you know, already, so you don't have anybody to help you. You know, grandmother, sick, she can't go out and work, you know, having another baby out of wedlock. Right. You got you to gotta get in the system. Right. It's just... If you don't find a way to deal with it or to be get healing from it, 
it's just a continual process and a lot of people don't even know that they've even been oppressed right they don't even know what's wrong with them and then you notice if you're trying to if you really if you've learned and you're trying to pull someone else out it is very difficult to do because their minds are still in and that's the, that's not just for anybody else it's for us too I, and, and I'm just going to use one example uh, which is I think is very good and I always take myself back to that situation because I try to remind myself how your mind can stay in you might be out but your mind sometimes can stay in I remember I had a car who had a bad transmission and it would slip. Every time I get on the interstate, it would just slip and I couldn't I couldn't just um, get up to speed with everybody else. So I would always just wait until the coast was completely clear before I can go. Well, I ended up, of course, getting rid of that car and, and getting another car, car, a new car. And for months after I had gotten that new car, I was still thinking I can't get out there because transmission is going to slip. So I had to remind myself constantly, you're in something new, you're out, you're out of that one, you're out of that one. And it took a while for me to realize I'm out, but my mind was still there. And that's what happens to a lot of people that's been oppressed. You, there might be new opportunities, things that you can do to come out and do better and be better, but your mind is still there. And so it's almost when you're trying to pull someone else out, you have to keep telling them, keep making them aware that you're out. You don't have to stay there. And it's a difficult thing to do. Very difficult thing. I, I had a friend who was um, trying to get out of an health issues um and it could depression 
um, a, a, a lot of other mental health issues th that can take place, uh, you know, um, narcissistic um, personality disorders, and you got um, okay. schizophrenic. You, you, you did this to yourself. You allowed this to happen. You know, you have yeah. people who cut themselves or hurt themselves, you know. And they, they say, you know, I was stupid. I was this. I was that. Right. And they feel worthless. You, you just ran. Yeah. Yeah. So oppression that really does have an effect. And we do have some tools uh, that we want to provide the people. Uh, how to recover and begin to heal from oppression and how to 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 um, to pull your mind out uh, because a lot of times we some things we are uh, able to come out of and think differently than uh, the the way we've been conditioned to think and so um, I'm going to go ahead and play uh, one of your songs that that did you write this song Miss Tanji? Oh, yes, ma'am. All right. You want to introduce... All right. We're going to play one of your songs um, that is on the charts, and we're going to let you go ahead and introduce that song, and we'll be back to provide our listeners with uh, some tools that will help them recover uh, as it relates okay. to oppression. This song is uh, called On a Mission, and it relates to the Submission 
thank you again for being on the show, Ms. Tanja. And we are talking tonight about the effects of oppression. And so we just want to come back and provide some tools uh, to our listening audience to help you guys uh, recognize already, um, you know, what pre- oppression can do and how we can uh, help ourselves heal. Um, so, and um, so, and you're still with us, Miss E. Miss E. Money. I, I am. <laughs> I, I, I am. The, the first thing I think that has to happen is the person has to their feelings has to be validated, and they need to be validated. Right. Because they've been lied to. First of all, you have to acknowledge, even if the the person who is the oppressor or the abuser does not want to acknowledge that it's been done or they want to stay in denial pretend like it, they didn't do anything like what's wrong with you know you're crazy no then somebody comes along and validates that like with children like you said who have been sexually abused the, they may say no this didn't happen or the mother it may even sometimes say no this didn't happen but somebody comes along and says this happened to you and it wasn't your fault you know it shouldn't happen and after that, even if it's not the person who did it, somebody validates, you know, your story. Somebody says, yes, this happened to you. And right. then they acknowledge your feelings about it. And then they validate. Then you can start about the lies that you've been told, you know, oh, you, you're not beautiful. Oh, you're dumb. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're that. Um, oh, you're a thug. Oh, you, all those things, you know, then we have to start erasing those lies right. with who you truly with are. the truth, and, right? <laughs> yeah, with the truth, because we the 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 people the the, the people who the person who was oppressed starts to believe they've been believing the same old lies they've been believing the lies and they started to even tell the lies to themselves so they internalized it and they're telling themselves you know I'm a dummy or I'm not beautiful I know people who in the beginning I you know. I, I deal with um, with a lot of women um, and friends or women, women, you know, who need to be healed from oppression right. um, or abuse. And it's hard for them to even look in the mirror and say, you know, I'm beautiful. Yeah. Or to say, and like you said before, um, one of the scriptures that I use, you said, you know, that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I said, well, if you can't look in the mirror and say that you're beautiful, then you need to look in the mirror and be able to say what God says about you then. Right. Right. Because okay. he's a creator. Right. Because he's a creator and he created the person that you admire and look up to. He also created you. Think about that. So someone admires and looks up to you. So and so forget forget the lies. Uh, focus on the truths. Realize that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are beautiful as well. Uh, you have gifts and talents, um, and you can do anything. So those are the things. Uh, and then um, uh, and then God created you with purpose inside. And even if you say, "Oh, well, I don't believe in God," okay. You were created with purpose inside. There is something in you that, or something that in this earth that needs to be done that nobody else 
But and you, the reason why that oppressor came is so that it could knock, knock you down and keep you from being that person, keep you from doing what it is that you're supposed to do. And when you start to realize that I have some importance in this world, I have something that to offer, you know, in spite of the lies that I've been told, um, and like in spite of all of the the obstacles right. that's been placed, all the roadblocks that's been placed, you know, that I still have something that I'm supposed to do. And if you, if your higher power is is God, then you realize you have Him who is going to help you to do those things. Right. And there's nothing that who can, and, and see, because I'm a believer, that helps, because who can stand, who can stand against God? Right. Right. And that's true. But and I then, mean, and then, you know, uh, focus on those, uh, you know, focus on uh, kindness and compassion and then um, I, I saw an article that says, when you are ready, forgive. Because sometimes you're, because sometimes you're not ready right away. But, and I, I've been in that situation where I've not been ready right away, but I knew. And I, I knew I had to. <laughs> so I said, well, right now, give me a minute. <laughs> and I'll come, I know I will, right. I know I will come back around where, when I'm ready, um, then I can release, you know, uh, that forgiveness and then I can go ahead and live my life. And so that, that's very important that, that you know that those steps are necessary though to heal. You know, you know what, when you forgive or when you're trying to forgive, like you said, and it's hard because that's, that's one of the first things that I was, that I was going to say to do initially, then I pulled it back because, you know, Sometimes, like you said, people people can't do that, you know, right away. But what happens is because we remember the trauma, because we remember the pain, because we remember the hurt, what happens is any little thing that comes up that reminds us of the hurt, of the pain, of the trauma, any small incident, then we pull back again. Right. You know, or, or you may, it comes up again. And that's when you got to keep on reassuring and reaffirming and keep on speaking that believer that I, people don't believe that, that speaking those things help. Speaking those things is what changed because we hear ourselves saying the negative, we hear ourselves talking. I'm going to be a pastor these days. We hear ourselves more than we hear anybody else. And sometimes we learn, like you said, from the oppressor. And so now we're oppressing ourselves. Right. With our own tongues. Right. Well, we definitely want to um, take action against any injustice by speaking up. Um, and then, of course, some things are happening today. People are, are protesting and marching. Um, you know, take charge of an unjust situation, you know, when it comes to um, abuse and and things like that and, and setting it right. 
um, go the extra mile to heal yourself and then to help others heal. Um, and, and let's, and let's do this, you know, let's do this. Let's live free because when you're, when you're free and you love, that's where the power is free and, and loving. And, uh, yeah. right. So and like you said, speaking up for yourself and speaking out, you most definitely, you most definitely have to do that. Even in the situation, like I said, with the abused wife or the abused children, um, you have to say this was done to me and it wasn't right. It wasn't and right. whether that person wants to admit it or not, because we got some people, like you said, as, as a community, we have people who, it was still like I don't understand why you're angry. Right, and that, and that right, that was the reason why we wanted to uh, have this show tonight because, um, again, they, you know, they might just like you said, don't understand why you're angry. So uh, oppression will just send you into all of that, and it takes all of us, the oppressor, the person that's been op oppressed, to uh, come together. Uh, to ask for forgiveness, to forgive, and uh, and to live, and so. Well, one thing that I found, uh, they have some some workshops, you know, and some exercises, and they have groups. But I think one of the things that helps individualize and that helps in small groups. But when you look at a community, you know, or uh, an ethnic group, or um, a sexual uh, group, like a uh, sexism, you have those other people because someone else may be saying, oh, I don't understand why you're angry. But you may say, well, and you can validate me. Right, you right. Know, she validates me because she says, well, I know because it happened to me and this is what's going on. And just that camaraderie, just that agreement helps. Right. The group, you know, still helps. Yes, we we help each other right now. Right, and I and I'm hoping that someone listening to to this broad uh, podcast tonight will uh, realize that um, that uh, there are some things that's been done that can cause uh, certain uh, things, certain behaviors, uh, a certain mind frame that we we want to want to heal from, and so. Um, and thank you so much, Miss Tanji, for coming in and sharing with us tonight about oppression and also sharing your music with us. Um, would you like to uh, tell the people where they can uh, purchase your music? You, If so, you can go do so at this moment. Yes, ma'am. It's available on all retail sites for downloads. But my thing is I'm always saying you don't have to spend money on downloads. You can stream it. You can add it just on your um your playlist, an existing playlist, or you can just stream the videos on YouTube for free because all of that helps the artist. And I, I just want to say I really appreciate you, you know, choosing topics that you think can 
Oh, you're very welcome, and 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 I appreciate you being on the show. Now, I know that um, you guys aren't able to call in and ask us questions, but you can visit my Sweet Tea Sound page uh, on Facebook, also Sweet Tea Sounds on Instagram, and the Holistic Podcast uh, page. You can go there and ask questions, and and maybe put resources for for. Uh, for people who have been oppressed and those who have been abused and any information you can share, we can share with each other that can help each other heal. Um, we would greatly appreciate that. And again, until next Tuesday, uh, we're going to end tonight. Thank you, Miss uh, Tanja Imini and uh, the Holistic Podcast uh, group. And uh, have a great night. And do you want to say good good night, Miss Tanji? I do. One more thing. You know what helps um, also what helps you to heal? Yes, ma'am. Uh, restitution. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> give me something for... <laughs> right. Give me... I'm not going to say anything else about it because everybody knows what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. yeah give me something for what has happened. Yeah, that, now, that'll help. That definitely will help. And good night until next Tuesday, sweet tea, on Tuesdays. Have a good night.